Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 17 and 18 of Lord of Chaos, The Wheel of a Life, and A Taste of Solitude. Enjoy! All right, welcome to season six, episode ten. Yeah, of the Will of Reads. <clears throat> Moving right through this book in this episode, that's going to be mostly filler chapters, but maybe we'll talk about something. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, there, there's there's a little maybe nugget or two in here, but we'll, we'll, we'll stretch it as Ian's doing something in his closet or went away as right when we're live because that's what we do here. Um, Ian just runs away, sees the countdown. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> Very good. Well, while we're waiting on Ian to get settled and put headphones on, um, just a couple of quick announcements for everyone. Uh, we do have some new patrons, or at least one new patron, uh, Shane. Welcome Woo! to the patronage. Woo! And then uh and then Tackless upgraded his patron. So yeah. thank you, thank you. Yeah, we always enjoy upgrades. Keep buying awesome. me ice creams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely <laughs> kidding. You know, yeah, I, I, I was gonna wait till personal life to talk about it, but since you brought up ice cream, I got I gotta talk about it. So we recorded uh, I recorded live from the river last time uh on vacation and all of my vacation roommates uh sat outside and watched live on the tv <laughs> and they actually took a video of chris eating ice cream like dude the guy ate ice cream for like 30 minutes on your show like super slow like going to yeah. town I was, like, mm-hmm. I was like yeah that's crazy like, we we're just mesmerized by chris's uh ice cream media <laughs> 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 oh, sensual and whatnot. oh yeah he was getting into it <laughs> but it's yeah so- fault it's Ian's fault. Okay. After he put that mic I'll in his it. mouth the my way fault. he did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good point. I, I always put the ice cream in my mouth that way. Now it, it like warms the ice cream up enough to where it just like is more like a milkshake than an ice cream. There you go. And he does it bring all the boys it. to the yard? It does. And they're like, it's definitely good. <laughs> Even better than yours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, as far as giveaways go, all of them for August are already done and shipped out are in the process of being shipped out. Um, but we'll have more giveaways in September. So stay tuned to socials and we'll be giving away more stuff. Um, also, I just want to do like one thing I haven't done recently, which I want to get back to is just like sharing random statistics. You know, for a while we did locations and things like that. But one platform that we are on, at least I'm on a lot, and if you guys want to make little videos and add it and give them to me, I'll put them on there too. It's TikTok. Um, we do make TikToks. Um, I guess can sh- I guess I could share you guys the the password. I'll, I'll do that so you guys can make. I could do a TikTok on me eating my ice cream. Just go ahead. Yes, I mean TikTok can be random. That's the great thing about TikTok because you can just do whatever. Uh, it doesn't really matter. But there is a lot of wheel of time stuff. I do announcements, I do giveaways on there. And we have over 400 followers, which is surprising to me because it is completely random what I do on there. Um, <laughs> but, but hey, uh, it's fun. Um, kind of like, like life, Alan. Just completely just random. What it's kind of yeah, like Making life. it up as we go. Yeah. So if you have TikTok, think about following us. Um, I'll get Ian and Chris to start adding stuff as well because you guys can just pull your phone and just make something funny. 
doesn't really have to be anything cool. Just <laughs> you do a cannibal into the river or something like that, and then yeah. What if I just send you videos of me doing random stuff? Are you able to turn it into a TikTok, or do I have yeah. to do it through the app? Yeah. All right. Well, you just signed up to get a bunch of random videos. Every time I'm doing something ridiculous, I'm just going to be like, hey, yo, somebody video this. Send it to my Alan. <laughs> Ian's about to blow up our TikTok. So there you go. Uh, there we go. Um, other announcements. So if you didn't check in last weekend, Chris and I did do a little bit of a Mistborn video. Uh, it's still up on YouTube. So you can go check it out. It was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Just talking about Air One. Uh, of course, uh, we're going to continue to do some Cosmere stuff with Chris. If Ian ever decides, I started to, um, Air Two today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, Ian. Yeah. I know you have a lot going on in life, but if you ever get a minute, <laughs> Mistborn. Here's yeah. here's the thing. Um, it, I'm supposed to start reading before bed because my sleep doctor. I'm like, I can't do nothing before bed. They're like, you even got to do your reading, your video watching downstairs, and then go into the room when you're tired. I'm like, yeah, but the walk from the other room to the bedroom wakes me up again. So I have to do something. And she said, no screen time. You have to read. If, you, if I'm going to let you do anything, reading only. So I need an actual book, no screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm about to go to Barnes and Noble, get something. So this, this Ms. might Born. be it. This Ms. might Born. be it. Yeah. Yeah. Do some misform. It'll be fun. Um, and we're able to talk to you about it. So, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, so we're still working through that. Uh, we've also talked about doing possibly some like reviews are reactionary to like TV shows and things like that, even though Ian's not allowed screen time. Uh, I think Chris and I are both watching Sandman right now. So yes. maybe we'll do after. I started the, it. Yeah, I started too. Maybe after we're done with the season, we'll do like a whole entire like season review rather than episodic because that's just a lot of work to do every single episode. And it it's a gradual start. Give me it my is, mask. There's, there's good no. stuff early on, but it's not you. fast pace. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Who so. will be your champion? But this is like Who a big year for fa- it's a big year for fantasy and TV. I mean, you have Andor coming out soon. We have House of Dragon, uh, Game of Thrones coming out like Unless in about days. To, about to renew uh, my HBO subscription. Yeah. Lord, Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is coming out. The next Wheel of Time season is coming out. Mistborn has just been picked up by Hollywood. Uh, it should be a production. Oh, I'm yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, and, and there's, you know, more season stuff that's already out. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming. So yeah, Lord of the Rings. Um, so there's a lot that we can do extra videos on. That's not wheel, wheel of time related, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, also upcoming things. We've been invited to be on talk Ron Riyadh. Um, it is a showcast, uh, podcast about the TV show. Um, we're going to uh, be on on August nineteenth. Um, so um, I don't think they do theirs live. I think they do live for patrons. Um, but then they, you'll get to listen to their podcast whenever it comes out. But we're all coming on that um, August nineteenth, and then August twentieth is uh, yes. I'll what confirm. Time? I'll confirm. Eight, oh, gotcha. eight, eight or nine, but e- evening, not a daytime evening. thing. Eight, yeah, yeah, e- okay. evening. It's a fr- Friday, Friday night. Yeah. Um, and then that Saturday, August 20th, is our next watch of fortune. So whew, got a lot of stuff killing on. Um, mm-hmm. so that's it for announcements. So personal life. Um, yeah, I we did the whole river thing um uh, last week, which was a, a ton of fun. Uh we went like kayaking like every single day. Uh, I got the kids in the front, uh, my, my four-year-olds in the very front of the kayak. Uh and there's like this this big dam that like was about to collapse. So it had like water like gushing through it and every single like one of these old dams. 
first thought was a waterfall. Then if you paddle closer, we're like, that's a dam about to blow. Let's just go up and play next to it. It's just really safe. Reverse, but, you know, whatever. Reverse, um, reverse. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure how, how if it was about to blow. It looked like it was. I mean, there's water coming through it everywhere. And I was like, I don't, I'm no expert. This doesn't look good. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, maybe that's what it's supposed to do. I don't, I don't know. But it, it was they, a fun They could trip. have designed it like the SR-71 where it's like kind of falling apart, but that's on purpose. You know? Oh, yeah. Good, good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the SR seventy one actually, what was it? It was it, it, you couldn't take off with fuel, so like the only way they could fly it was they put just enough gas in it for takeoff, just enough, and then it immediately refuel in flight because oh, the wow. way and it, it was, and it, the way it, it worked hydraulics and everything and oil at low altitudes because it was designed. So at that's the what high it was. Speed, high so so if it had too much gas inside of it, it would leak too much gas out. It could actually catch a fire and blow up on takeoff. Yeah. So they'd only put enough gas in for it to get up, and they had to refuel it in flight uh, once everything expanded and kind of sealed everything off because <laughs> it <Yeah>. heated up. <laughs> Interesting little design. Um, fun thing about the SR seventy one. And then um, yeah, and, and we had a fire with s'mores, and uh, one of the guys that uh, brought these little like package you can throw into the fire. And it changes it blue or green or all different colors, uh, which was really cool to have a campfire that like had a bunch of different colors. But then at the same time, I was like, you know, we're out in like Appalachia and there might be some hilly out there looking over and like there's some witches over there. Alan, you can also do that by throwing candy wrappers in the fire. It's not as healthy. Our, 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 it in. our cardboard boxes. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah there's, there's some <laughs> plastics, there are petroleum products on there. You get. All sorts of colors. <laughs> yeah. And if you wanted yeah. a pop and crackle, put some river rock in there. It'll, yeah. It'll pop and crackle. <laughs> oh, yeah. They explode just when you throw against another rock. Yeah. 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 So, and then I'm playing catch up at work because, uh, yeah, been on vacation. So that's that's my life right now. It's uh, catching up. Um, how about you guys? What's, what's going on? Um, yeah. I won't go through the whole spiel of my back injection if you're a patreon uh look in the patreon channel uh i put a nice little synopsis of the story there there was a white squall moment it was fantastic um you know just kind of almost died from a routine procedure no big deal uh the the back is feeling okay (laughs) chris Chris didn't hear the story (laughs) no (laughs) not at all but that shows you how much i pay attention to the yeah scroll up it's awesome Uh, um the, the hip and leg are better, but not great. I was really hoping this would be like a bam after a few days, you're 100%, but we'll see. Maybe a little more physical therapy. They're they're talking like if it's not 100% within a couple of weeks, we could do another injection. But after that first experience, I don't Fuck know. Her, that, yeah. that was rough. <laughs> um, so we'll see. Anyways, all of that, I'm trying to tune out for the next uh, three weeks. I have three weeks of leave. They did approve it. Uh, we decided last minute to come to the river. Uh, at my parents, if y'all been listening to the show for a while, you know, I recorded here many nights in the garage and stuff like that. So, uh, with everything going on, it's been almost two months since we've been here. That's how, and I love this place in the summer. So like, and it's only an hour away from my house. That's how crazy life has been recently. Um, so they invited us and I'm like, oh my gosh, we haven't been there forever. Yeah, let's go. So here we are last minute at the river. Uh, river, my river went wakeboarding today and he's getting like, he gets up every single time now. Um, beginning of the summer, he was terrified of it. So like, that's huge. He's a lot smarter than Alan and I were when we learned, because whenever he feels slightly pulled towards the boat, he lets go. 
which is what you're supposed to do. <laughs> you Alan and I, Alan and I were so stubborn. We're like, if I just hold on longer, maybe I could get myself back up and like eat so much water. So yeah, very smart boy, mm -hmm. much smarter than his dad. Super proud of him. Um, yeah. And beach week next week. So the two recordings I have next week will be from the beach house. We'll see how okay. that goes. And oh, you watch Wicked Wicked. So I don't know why wow, I'm, I'm going way back. I don't see anything about your. Oh, yeah. Well, there's there's been a lot of chat. Well, that also tells you how popular the patron chat is. If y'all want to join for a dollar a month and hop in here, we, <laughs> we do add like sometimes I'll drop some personal stuff in like the Dragon's Den or something. But really, I like to keep it with the, the family family. So when it's like, you know, pictures of the fam or um, something like that that happened. Uh, medical procedures. I'll put in the patron thing. That's a little extra bonus for y'all. Yeah. If you care. I don't know if you care. I just, yeah, I vent. Here sometimes I get a like. <laughs> he sometimes drops a random picture of Dick Cheney as a dick pic. And, you know, just, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> dick Van Dyke. Uh, just, dick Tracy, you know. Dick Tracy, yeah. just, yeah. Just. <laughs> Emily, Emily Dickinson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds Why good. Not? Well, I might come down to the beach with you because I'm kind of sick of this whole getting back to work thing. So, um, <laughs> yeah, pop in, man. It's we have so many people there. Like, I'm just not going to notices. I'm just not going to go anymore. Uh, what to work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about your bills? I, I didn't really like them either. Uh, yeah, I'm just not going to pay them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good times, Chris. You're telling me now, right now, <laughs> this is the worst day of your life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, Just read that. And that was that's quite crazy. And but did you die? Time, <laughs> did you die? Yes, I was like slipping in darkness. Slipping in a darkness, I hear like one of the nurses freaking out and just whispers the one in thousand, and I go, Oh no. <laughs> 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 could have been worse. Could have said ten thousand. Like, yeah, right. What is ten thousand? <laughs> I've never seen this before, doctor. We have so to for amputate, and I'm like, for, what, what? For people not listening, I gotta at least give it a little quick cliff notes. You had a bag injection. The doctor said it's usually routine. About one of a thousand times, it, things go horribly wrong, and as Ian, it's an extreme pain, blacking out. That the, the nurse whispers. What did I thought? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was perfect. She was just kind of like stunned. The vitals machine is beeping and screaming, and blood pressure's dropping out. <laughs> I hear like a sadistic voice, like yeah. <laughs> like her excitement rising because yeah. she gets to be part of a special moment. <laughs> that little chuckle she gave me might have been the only thing keeping my heart going because I, I was like, as I'm going down, like fading away i was like <laughs> and that was probably the last little dude to just jump start me <laughs> saved oh, my laughter yeah. wow. and then they thought i was weird because afterwards they were like are you okay i was like no i mean that was it's pretty cool experience i don't want to do it again but like that was cool to be like, to be like bro you should have made me in college this was every weekend <laughs> 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 my cardio was stopped. <laughs> <laughs> no, how long is the question? Did I set a record? Yeah, <laughs> I have right. PRs for that shit. Did you <laughs> tell me? Tell me why I rank? Am I now the one in two thousand? Like, what? Come on. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, my weekend 
for those that came and listened to me ramble on about Mistborn, you know, um, I got to meet Lily. So my kitten. Mm. Oh, yeah. We went and picked kitten out on Saturday. So that was like literally, that's all I really care about. Like, y'all know I'm a dog person. But we go into this place. And the woman puts us in a room with, like, the first mom that we liked, but she wasn't our favorite, but she had the most female kittens. And she's like, I know the one that's going to pick you guys. Like, I know it's in here. We're in there for, like, an hour and a half, almost two hours. The kittens played around us, but did not play with us. I was like, yeah, I ain't about this life. Like, the cats were cool. I like the mom cat. She came up and gave me some love, you know. They did the cat thing, though. They played with themselves and then went to bed. <laughs> like most guys these days. Anyway. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom because I had to urinate. And there's the second mother that we like. She and her kittens are in the bathroom because this woman literally has seven different litters in her house right now. Mind you, this bathroom is the bomb.com bathroom. It has an infrared sauna. It's got a Japanese smart shower. It's got, like, I just... It's my dream toilet area. So while I'm in there, a kitten comes up and starts giving me love. And I'm like, ooh, this kitten actually likes me. And the longer I'm chilling with the kitten, the more I'm like, yeah, I'm not leaving the bathroom. And then Chanel comes over. And voila, we have Lily. Ooh, who's that in the background? Ian, she's beautiful. Ian can't hear us, so we can say all sorts of things. <laughs> Ian, I just want you to know that <laughs> at some point in time, she and I, oh, hi. She loves me more, Ian. I just want you to know that. She just blew me kisses. <laughs> Watch me like Ian's cousin. It's a little dark. It is a little dark. That's how she likes it. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, so the cat. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we- that's all I got for this week. So, uh... <laughs> anyway, we picked out Lily. She's a super cute cat. Um, pictures have been dropped in Discord once already. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, and then we picked out Lily. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. I love I love that whole story. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> I loved all of it. We might uh, go back and listen or watch. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Chris needs to apologize. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ian. Um, <laughs> I guess I am gonna have to re-listen to one of our episodes now. <laughs> Can we see her? Oh, Meredith, you want to come say hi? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or you may not be able to. Which side you on? Hey. This uh, is, so this is Meredith. Meredith, say hi. Welcome to the team. Welcome to the podcast. They said, said welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Thanks, guys. She's absolutely beautiful. Oh, absolutely yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we mm-hmm. so we on the water all day, and then uh, the the farmhouse down the road. They planted a bunch of sunflowers, so we raced down there to take pictures at sunset. Pretty awesome. Kids ramming around, and then it was like eight twenty, and I'm like, uh, wait a minute, <laughs> got to record tonight. So I'm all discombobulated. We're still pulling clothes out for the kids. My bad. That's all good. Yeah, all good. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. 
Were you guys ready to? Uh, oh, there's a kitten on the screen. Kitty cat. All right, you guys ready to jump in, the, in these chapters that were so um, awesome? Interesting. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Wait, what, what cha- what's the chapter number? Seven, <laughs> 17. These chapters are so small. They were. Hey, Bean Small's okay. He doesn't run with yeah. it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Chris is like, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> Good, couldn't comment on that. Yeah. Um, the Wheel of a Life. I was hoping to get more. With that chapter title, I was hoping for I more. Know. I know. It's not bad. It's not bad. But I wanted but- more. So our icon is a dragon. Um, yep. Clever. And yeah. Because I wonder what this chapter is going to be about. Yeah. And we start with Rant. Uh, and he's going to Kyrian through a gate- gateway. Um, the maidens come with him as well. Rand, uh, Rand thinks the Aiel, uh, you know, uh, thinks Aiel was a bit much, you know, having all the Aiel and stuff like that. Just thinking about that. Um, you know, in, in, his thought as he's leaving is at least a lot is going to be far away. Yeah. And he's trying to figure out how to get rid of her. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's kind of one of his main motivations in these chapters is, is how to get rid of Alana. If he stays focused on that, I think he risked driving himself even more insane. I mean, yeah. if the focus is how to either break or transfer the bond, yes. But if it's like just getting far enough away that it feels less, I mean, it's, I feel, it's always going to be there. I feel like if he's halfway around the world, he'll still sense it. Oh, yeah. You know? So he's got to be careful not to go too nutsoy trying to get rid of it. Yeah. And as soon as he gets through the Kyrian, a man comes in to introduce himself. Uh, basically, he's uh, with, the, I guess, the, the Mayaners, um, one of one of uh, Barrelite's people. And Aviana just immediately, like, leaves. And Rand's like, wait, you, you wanted to follow me, and now you're just dipping like deuces she just <laughs> runs i think it was a clue in that how long before we go on though i want to think about what loose theron said he yeah says, we've talked a lot about gra- that he says you never escape the traps you spin yourself lose Theron. uh lose mutter sound confused only a great power can break a power and then you're trapped again trapped forever so you cannot die so i think in there there was both a clue about how to break the bond, which is to bond with somebody stronger. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think is going to happen at some point. <clears throat> but then it makes me think, who did Luz Theron bond with that he feels trapped forever? What do you have multiple not die? But you can have multiple bonds. Like green ward, greens have tons of waters. Yeah, but how many waters have multiple? Yeah, I don't think we've seen an example of that. Yeah. Okay. There's the difference. So, like this green, this uh, Alana can probably transfer the bond willingly, mm-hmm. right, to somebody on her level. But I think the suggestion here is that some some being more powerful can so yeah can overpower it. But then you're now bonded to them. It's not that they can break it and you're released. It's that their bond can become more powerful. Hmm. And so Luce Theron has a bond that is keeping him trapped to the world to come back over and over and over again. Who or what is that bond with is the question. Do you think male channelers can bond? Can it go the other way? Well, maybe the dark one can bond for sure. Okay. Yeah. Maybe some variation of it. Yeah. Because we, yeah. I mean, we've seen like the way they channel isn't necessarily the same. Mm-hmm. 
and they could do some similar things, but they don't do it exactly the same way. Right. Their weaves are a bit different. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. Okay. So, anything for all this before we go to meet Berlin? Foxy Berlin, who, who loose there to with. <laughs> Foxy, you know you are a little heartbreaker. Yeah. Yeah, so. She walked in on my Foxy dance. That's a little embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll just explain that one later. Well, well Bear Lane comes in, loose there, and his head goes swing, and <laughs> <laughs> perfect transition. I <laughs> get oh, some Wayne's oh, World gifts. Um, <laughs> All of these jokes are giving me such a headache. Here, take this. this. Small, yellow, yellow, new print. different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Suddenly he realized Lou's Theron was humming tunelessly. Something about it seemed troubling, but what humming? Like a man admiring a pretty woman who was not aware of himself. <laughs> that there is that part of me that feels like there's gonna be a way of separating these two, and then there's a way part of me that thinks that the further or the longer this goes along. It's going to be like a Moon Knight situation where these two like swap off and on. Because Luz Theron seems to be getting more and more prevalent. I don't know if that yeah. has something to do with the weakening of the seals. Maybe the seals release him the same way it does the Dark One. Mm. So the more those break and get weaker, the more awareness he gets, the more control he gains. Hmm. So you think like Rand's gonna start flipping back and forth between Luz and Rand, like either that or they do go into Teleon Riyadh and then he gets separated out, like some oh. way. That would be ooh. cool. Some way he's gonna make make his way out. Okay. Yeah. And I think it has something to do with the seals. Okay. That's why he wants them all broken now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I. I, I I like how you focus in on the loose Theron bits because even in these chapters, I was already at the point where I guess I rushed through them because we've been getting them so much. And I'm like, okay, lose. Okay. Lose. Like I didn't put a, enough thought in it, I guess, but that's, mm. that's really good insight. Yeah. I like and I love how Jordan's done this. Like, uh, can you remember when loose first showed up? I think we mentioned it, but like it very gradually just becomes more like, and then it's like, it's all the time now. And it's like, just like part of, the book right uh, and I, it's, just, it's, I just kind of shrug it off like there's loose yeah because <laughs> yeah, at first he's going crazy and now it's like eh, eh it just is what it is it's a part of it yeah. he's not really going crazy he just i've, ex- I've accepted eh, it in I have to, yeah. <laughs> I have to, like, it's, just, it's normative <laughs> we have normalized him being taken over or speaking right. to himself i mean we all do it we all have a personality that we chat with so sure yeah. why not yeah, but then just, but then you went and broke it down, Chris, and I was like, oh, wait, yeah, shit, he's going crazy. Uh, <laughs> there's a whole other person in his head. That's right. Not not normal. That's not normal. Yeah, okay. No, we got to do something about this. <laughs> yeah. So Berylaine and Rourke come in. They look completely different. Rourke's super tall and is an ideal man, and Berylaine is all pretty in gowns and not shorter. Um, and immediately she asked about Matt and Perrin, and Rand's like, yeah, I don't really – Matt's going on south. Parent, I guess, is the two rivers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Which irks my nerve. 
Yeah. How does he not know what parents up to? I just what a bad friend. Hey Dana, how are you? I'm gonna be a good friend. Dana, it's good to see you here today. At least I know that you're here and I recognize you. Unlike Rand. He's a horrible friend of Baron. How, how about we take a moment yesterday? Let's take a moment to feel bad for Rand. How many times have you walked into a room and there's a smoking hot girl there? And even if you're not interested, you recognize she's smoking hot. And we all want to be wanted. So she's coming up to you and you're like, all right, here we go. She's going to talk to me. And the first thing out of her mouth is, hey, how's your best friend? And you're like, mm, fuck you too. Like, <laughs> Matt's got it going on. Clearly. It's not that I wanted you. It's just I wanted you to want me. And <laughs> Matt, I want you to want me. <laughs> and Perrin has a beard, like, yeah. Uh, Matt, can we know. get some of that? Yeah. Matt clearly has it going on, and Perrin has a beard, so Rand just doesn't stack up. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He's to quit using that razor. Um, yeah. And uh, Rand asks about Egwene, but Fairlane apparently doesn't like Egwene. Doesn't really know why. And I had a question, like, why do you think Fairlane doesn't like Egwene? Um, I mean, it's very obvious that she's like. Remember, part of how she wields her power is her ability to influence men, and she influences men as a bit of a seductress. So Mm -hmm. if there's any kind of woman in any man's life that she's trying to control that either they're attracted to or that there's any kind of relationship, or even if it's just a friendly relationship where they talk sense into them, it's a threat to her ability to control them. Yeah. So at least that's my two cents. Control, I feel you. Yeah, and Rourke actually ends up answering about what Egwene's doing, but doesn't really give any anything worthwhile. Just like, oh yeah, she's working with wise ones and doing all this, and Rand's like, okay, this doesn't help anything. Okay, cool. <laughs> Maybe we'll get talked through at some point. Um, and and they're walking through the Sun Palace, and they walk past a group of Kyrian women practicing swords and acting like maidens because they want to practice Giotto, and the Aiel are utterly disgusted by this, like offended. Like that, these wetlanders, and not even that, tree killers, like their sworn enemies, the Kyrians, are trying to act like maidens. Yeah. And- I mean, there's that saying, like, imitation is greatest form of flattery. And sometimes that's true, but if you're going to imitate, especially something as culturally important as this, I, I understand Rorik being and all the IEL being like really pissed off about this because they're not even getting it right. But then at the same time, how mad can we be at the Korean and women? Because I still don't get it completely. I mean, I kind of get it. Like if I were explaining it to somebody who's never read these books, I feel like I could do an okay job. And what I got wrong, they wouldn't even know. But if I try to explain this Giotto thing to all of you all out there who have read this a bazillion <laughs> times, I'd probably get two words into it. And, and everybody would be like, well, actually, that part's not quite right. Yeah, that's kind of, no, not really no yeah true and and i agree i think it is really neat that they are doing it and they're doing something that the men aren't doing which is preparing themselves mm-hmm. so yeah you gotta give it that and, yeah. and that's what rand says rand says you know the women can keep on practicing swords that's fine um but he does kind of say but maybe <coughs> you know back away from i yield customs or call themselves anything like i yield but you know they're, they're happy to practice um you know just Keep a little bit distance between yeah. getting too offensive. And you got to remember it's different cultures too. I mean, what's, what's prevalent in one culture is jarring to other cultures. Um, 
this doesn't give me any plot for anything, but uh, I was reading, um, uh, I've been reading some, some Sanderson interviews about his, his, you know, where he got ideas from. And there's one book he reads and they stamp people. So I'm not going to get too much into that, but he got it from Korean culture because, um, and a lot of Asian cultures, because leaders would see a really beautiful work of art and they'd put their stamp on it because they liked it. So they had all this beautiful art with stamps on it. And could you imagine like someone going up to the Michelangelo, uh, David's Michelangelo, you know, Michelangelo's David and be like, I like this a lot. And just putting their name right on his chest. <laughs> like, <laughs> like our culture would be like, what are you doing? Like where it's completely like normal in their culture. Like it's, it's, it, it's, it's a good example of just how jarring different cultures could be where it's completely acceptable in their culture. Like, Oh yeah. Do you like it? Put your name on it. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. So you don't carve your name into the ruins of the Senate in Rome? That's not a thing Ian. Ian to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have we have Roman our, our Italian listeners. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean it was basically a pile of rubble. There's not much left of it anyways. The pit, pantheon. So that's the GSO on top of that. I, I I've never done that carving, but I definitely took in stuff, taking stuff. Um, like my wife was going through like an old box in my parents' attic, and there's some rocks in there, and they're like, she's like, "What's this?" I was like. Oh, that's a piece of the Hoover Dam. That's a piece of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it's just like, what? And I was like, I just took it. <laughs> She's like, then our children act a certain way. Uh, yeah, exactly. If the, if, the, if the Hoover Dam falls apart just because like there's this one week spot where some random middle school kid while going through a tunnel tour reached over and grabbed a loose rock and just ripped it off the wall and stuff in his pocket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It probably deserved to fall apart if they designed it with that flaw. That's like Death Star type flaw. <laughs> like we're totally fine unless you hit us in this like completely exposed area. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they finally do arrive at Rand's office, and that's being used by Barrelane. So it's Barrelane's office, West Coast, like the the main administrative part of Kyrian. Um, and. and Rin asked the maidens to leave at this point because he wants to have a, you know, a pr- more private conversation, which I thought was interesting that uh, Ayul actually agreed. That you know, we also have the Gashine, the Gashine part. I don't want to skim yeah. over. Oh yeah, it's yes, very important. The idea. I'm glad you guys are drinking. I, I'm doing the 75 hard challenge. Like I'm about 75 percent hard too. That's awesome. How'd you know? <laughs> I had this neck. <laughs> Look at the beginning of the video. Then you'll know how I know. Okay. <laughs> oh, well. Never accuse y'all of being blind, let me tell you. Neither am I. No, no, you're not. Anyway, where was I at? Chose her because she's smart and kind and uh, it puts all up those things. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. I did the same thing. Today is actually, oh, I should have announced that. Today's our actual um, two-year anniversary. 
We celebrated oh. over the weekend, but Chanel and I have been together for two years, you guys. Y'all have been with us the entire ride. So yes, that's awesome. Because we're because we're going on three years of doing this. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's too cool. This, yeah, we're entering <laughs> our third year too. This is it's crazy to think about. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Kind of brings it to you to my eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the guy shine. Mm-hmm. They have definitely like bastardized the shine. Yes. Uh, but as Rand realized, what everybody should be realizing is, is it's keeping people from killing each other. And in a world where you're going to need as many people to fight as you can get, the best thing to do is to keep the peace the most peaceful way. And if it means adopting this and using it the wrong way, he's like, eh, I guess we're going to have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Ian? It's a balance of keeping the peace. So I like that. It's a balance of keeping the peace, but also you're also gearing up for war. So all of these cultures, people, whatever, not only do you want them to be like not at each other's throat, but they still need to be gearing up for a battle of sorts. He still doesn't know what to expect in this last battle. Mm -hmm. Right. I think he just knows Mm -hmm. he's going to need Lottie Dottie, everybody. Mm -hmm. So. Because it's going to be a big party. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> definitely so um yeah what's there in private rand asks um them about okay so what's really going on um and some of the nobles are trying to rebel in karyan although that's surprising because that's happening everywhere there's a group like entire in the tyrians the the camelin andorans everywhere there's 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 groups um what do you think about the Shido all camping out and starting to settle in? Because you asked about the Shido, and they're at Kinslayer's Dagger. They're starting to like build holds and settle in for the long run. Yeah. Well, don't we know that they're like controlled by Aiel that are dark friends? Well, Aiel, so there's some of their wise women or whatever have been negotiating with yes, Aes Sedai from the tower. And they're dark and friends. And some unsavory. I said, I mm-hmm. sure. So I feel like the Shido are now considered dark friends. That's just going to be the label <laughs> I'm smacking on them right now. Sure. Yeah. Right on top of their head. Dark friend. Aiel. I mean, Melindra, who was the dark friend. Aiel that tried to kill Matt was Shido. But she go. came over to the other side. We're going to just mark them. Dark not friend. the other side of the light. Just, just came over after the, the split. She decided to stay with the dragon board. Right. Well, We'll just make them all dark friends. My my bigger concern with them isn't them by themselves. Is it's who do they partner with, or who else is influencing them? Because I think if their numbers stay the exact same, even if they get very charismatic and uh, we can't stand the dragon, like it's still a manageable threat. Um, Mm -hmm. But the amount of hate they have for Rand, depending on who they partner with, that could be dangerous. Yeah, and depending on whether more Aiel start to go over to them. Right. 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 Yeah. I mean, if they get a large enough IL army again, like they had when they're in the last battle, it might be a little different. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, and then there's fighting going on in Shara. Uh, they don't really, they kind of breeze over that. They're like, yeah, uh, we don't know much about Shara. The IL and Seafolk talk about it sometimes, but it's kind of way over there. And That made me you know. think is going to be an important spot at some point in this book because okay. it was talked about, but breezed over real quick. I'm like, yeah, this is going to have 
some real relevance at some point in time. Oh, you wanted me to miss that, Jordan? Well, it's uh, it's, where, it's where silken elephants come from. That's all we know. <laughs> the Moulin Rouge, like what? See, see, so Dana Lou, Dana Lou does have a good point. Zul has a good point. Um, there's uh, there's there aren't just regular shitty people, and then there's dark friends. There's that's true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're trying to label them dark friends, and I'm like, but maybe they're just kind of like bad on their own. Yeah, maybe they're maybe shitty just, people. Maybe just suck. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I would but treat them the same, but I don't know. Yeah, but uh, a couple other things. There's a sea folk ship that's all the way up in Kyrian. If you look at the map, it's not anywhere near the ocean. It's way up a river. So, I wonder if it's uh, the same group that Matt saw. Wasn't mm-hmm. it Matt? Yeah, Matt saw a group that was where he was looking for his future wifey. Did he see? His, he might have saw. Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Yeah. And there, so ago. there was there mm-hmm. was one that came close to the docks when Moraine died, right? Or when Moraine. No, they were at the docks. But there was no Sea Folk ship there. There was a Sea Folk ship with Egwene and Nynaeve, I think, close by in mm-hmm. one of their. Or Elaine and Nynaeve. Oh, no, wait. Sorry. Now I remember. You're right. It is Matt. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Matt. Matt was going to. Wasn't he right. like thinking about He's trying to go out to him? Go, and they were moving to maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then pulled was. off. So maybe it's Matt's wife. Maybe and then our mm-hmm. female characters spend some time with Sea Folk, right? Uh, early on, early the season. The yeah, early season. Yeah. I like that shadow or shadow. For mm-hmm. real. Same thing. <laughs> same, same, but different. Um, yeah. yeah, but after all this talk, it's really just like, okay, trade resumed, but Samuel is the most important thing. Like, yeah. none of this other stuff really matters. We get to focus on Samuel. Uh, and, and Rand's stuck on that. That That's the next big thing. Um, well, Rand's doing a good job keeping his plans for Samuel uh, under wraps because we, the reader, uh, still don't know completely what he's doing. Mm-hmm. We, we know there's some, like, Matt's supposed to be doing something over here. Yeah. And he's going to go over here and do something. And yeah. I don't know what it is. Oh, Rafa. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then right as all this is kind of ending, Aiel comes in and announces that Magan wants to talk, and Rand's like, "Okay, uh, kind of busy right now. Like, is it important?" He's like, "No, it's important. You need to talk right now." Ruark starts looking at his toes. Yeah, everybody starts kind of like shuffling and feet, looking like, down. Like, feet. He's like, "This is odd." Yeah. Yeah. So Rand calls him in. And he comes in immediately. It's like, uh, "I have toe to look towards you." He's uh, like, yeah, do we got beef? He's like, uh, well, what'd you do? And he's like, he's like, what? Well, I killed a Kyrian. And I know you told him, he's like, well, self-defense is not a big deal, dude. Like, you can kill someone. He's like, well, <laughs> about that. <laughs> about the self-defense thing. Um, yeah, he wasn't trying to attack me. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I love Rand's response, though. I was actually worried for a split second that he would do some favoritism or some exception or whatever. The trouble is he set the law for this. Mm-hmm. He said what it's going to be. So I totally yeah. understand how this plays out. And it, it, it hurts him to do it, but yeah, it hurts him to do it. But at the same time, he's just like, this is the law I set. I can't make exceptions. He was like, so quick. Let's pause. He was so very quick to accept. Oh, you killed him because he attacked you. Oh, I'm good with that. Bruh, I got you. You know what? We yeah. have to do. No Like, who was he? What did he do? <laughs> it, it might be partially 
not not necessarily that tone or attitude, but it might have been from the perspective of, well, clearly you wouldn't just kill somebody because for that you wouldn't. Owe he's me like, what? He's like, what do you like do? That. Goes, for that you'd be dead because you would have been hung in the streets. Yeah, he's like, like he's like, he had. Well, he said he had dragon tattoos on his arms. Like, oh, so he was imitating the clan chief. I can kind of get that. He's like, no, no, he just just got a tattoo, so I killed him. And it's like, all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> You do know I, I'm going to have to put you down for this, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me check the rule book. Wait, that it's one page. Actually, so it's only a couple sentences. <laughs> yeah. If you kill, you're going to get whacked. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love the reaction after the fact. He's like, Ruark, for real, dog? Like, six days, six whole days, y'all have not taken care of this? Yeah. yeah. You had to wait and, for and me to show up? And this rule is wall. black and white. <laughs> right. There's not a lot of wiggle room. There were no if this, then maybe that. It was pretty clear. So I get Rand's frustration, and I actually, I mean, I love Rourke, so I hate to say this, but he really should have laid into him in what's her name, Berlane Bashir Berlane, uh, a lot more. Like that. Mm-hmm. That's a huge failure in leadership. Yeah. And so this is what they're risking. Also, I if love the- they if they would have immediately followed through with what the law is and they found out what happened and they put the guy down before Rand came, then that gives them some credibility to their authority in ruling there. But because they waited for Rand to come back and say, nope, this is the way it's going to play out. And then they do Mm -hmm. it when he leaves. Now everybody else is like, "Mm, those rules only apply when Rand's around. You don't really have to listen to you. As long as yeah, I can get away right. before Rand gets back. I mean, you're threatening your own your own credibility yeah. as the leader there. Exactly. But Mangan, yeah. like, he already knew. He was like, it's a puzzle. I was right to kill him, but now I have toe to you. So, you no, know, you were wrong to kill him. You know what the penalty for murder is. He's like, yep, a rope around the neck as the wetlanders use. Tell me when and where. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like the close casual <laughs> conversation, like, Ah, rope around the neck, no big deal. Like, ah, I'll survive it. I'm, just, you know, I'm ill. First time, first time. Yeah. He's like, look, just make sure the rope is at five foot eight. And we're good. Yeah. I had to be hungry. You didn't say I had to die. Yeah. Well, if I can touch the ground, I can. Get I'm out. six two, man. I yeah. put it right at six feet. Yeah. And yeah, so we we like I said, we, uh, you 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 guys were saying we finished this chapter with with. Yeah, with man getting pissed and mad because Berlane waited. Yeah, they waited too long. They should have yeah. taken care of it. Like to Ian's point, they lose credibility. But mm-hmm. then to their point, they were like, he doesn't have toe with us. He's got toe with you. This is your rule. We're not going to be the bad guys. But y'all but it, are the head. Y'all are the figureheads in this moment. Like, you're my generals. Mm-hmm. You're the people I put in charge for a reason. Do your damn job. Right. Period. And it's going to add more stress to Rand now when he's away. He, like when he's away from places, he needs to know that he has key people that are going to at least keep certain things, you know, in line. Uh, now he's got to worry, you know, is shit getting handled when I'm not here? True. You know, mm-hmm. it's too bad. Yeah. Definitely. So anything from this chapter? I mean, that's pretty much how we end it. Um, no, they were great filler chapters. Yeah. yeah. Chris, right. you pulled some good stuff out of there, though. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some good stuff. All right. Ready to move on to chapter 18? Yay. 
A taste of solitude. Ooh, we have a map before we get there. <clears throat> yeah, that map mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Yeah. That's what my spine looks like. If you turn it upside uh, down, uh, uh, I guess those are like piers sticking uh, out of the water, but that's my bulging disc jamming into the nerves. <laughs> I swear that's exactly what it looks like. Uh, yeah. So chapter 18 takes solitude. Our icons are rising sun, and we do have a little map. So any any thoughts on the a map besides Ian's spine? I mean, it shows proximity to the water. Yeah. Um, y'all know I'm not a map person. I'm the worst when it comes to maps. Is it look like a bird? Is that on the map? Is that a hawk? I, I gotta get my book and look. <laughs> I'm just reading into it now. Like you asked the questions, and I'm trying to find things, but I've never been much of a map person. Strategically, um, I don't know that I like this place at all. Why? Yeah. All right, so. Look at all the spots of high ground that surround it, and there's multiple. Only one of them is being taken up by the Illuminator's Chapter House. Mm-hmm. All of these other hilltops, plateaus, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're trying to lay siege to Karian, if you could get supplies up there to, you know, sling rock, I mean, perfect vantage point all the way around. I mean, I that's guess true. it depends on the scale of this and how big it is. I don't have scale, but that's interesting. Um, I, I do like how into the water. There, there's this mix of uh, a very old city layout where if yeah, you look at the individual boxy. streets, it's it's kind of random and windy in, in most spots, but then there's some areas that are grid-like, like in your more modern cities, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that it's a perfect rectangle. I mean, it's yep. just an odd combination of how it was designed and built. Yeah, and, and we learn... As I mean, we've already learned this before, but as Rand's making his way through the city, you know, all the all the towers are half done because they all got burnt away during the Iowa War, and they haven't had the money or time to fix them. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a shame. But they did a good job of creating a port and putting themselves up against the water. So yeah, and yeah, waterfronts are nice. Fortifications into the water so they can get out. Yeah. Sure. You guys ready to jump into this chapter? Sure. Let's do it. All right. So start the, start the chapter with Rand still angry about Megan. And um, he sets the date for, I think it's tomorrow. He's like, yeah, we'll hang tomorrow. Um, well, first he tells Berylaine to set it. Right. And then he's like, no, I have to handle this. It hurts too much. But actually, that was a lose. He's kind of laughing at him. He's like, quit being yeah. a bitch. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really that's <laughs> my next note was, "What do you think it about uh, loses mutterings?" Where he's just like being a little whiny kid. And it's like, you should take care of it for me. Loses like, ah, ah, ah. you couldn't do it if you wanted to. Yes, I can tomorrow. <laughs> Lose. I can't believe I'm trapped in this body. Oh my gosh, this kid. This guy. I wonder how far Luz is going to push him in different... Like, that's really the question. Luz is just going to have fun at this point. He's like, huh, that was easy enough. I got him to kill a guy the next day. What can I do next? Yeah. How much can you influence? Wait till he has a little more physical control. Mm. Uh, He might go smack somebody on the backside. Make make Rand channel when Rand doesn't want to channel and spark something. 
Interesting. I like that idea. Oh, yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah. I mean, sure, influence and make decisions, but I think it's more likely and probably a bigger threat the popping off some channeling when Rand's like, wait, what's going on? No. uh." Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And um, after all this, Rand announces, I'm going to go visit the school. So this is the first time we heard that Rand's building schools. Um, no, 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 no. We heard no, about it's this not first time. before. First time visiting the school. Right. Mm-hmm. First time we start to get a little more detail on it. I think when we learned that he's making multiple schools, though. We knew yeah. the in school. We didn't know he's also setting up a Camelot tier as well. Sure. That's what yeah. I, yeah. We get a little deeper. Um, yeah. And he asked for only two maidens to escort him, which they – grumble about but they do it um what do you like think how we're... normally they're like no we're gonna be with you everywhere but he's like look i know you got some people here you want to visit I, you know we're in a pretty safe place just give me two and yeah there's a little grumbling but you could also tell yeah they want to go visit their people so yeah like okay some quick notes too like um darn they were here and they're gone they were in my mind and then they went away that quick It'd be like that sometimes. They'll come back. Okay. What do you think about where the school is? It's in Barthanus's old manor from the Great Hunt, where he had that little uh, the party he went to when he was playing Days to Mar, or wasn't wasn't trying to, but accidentally did, and Barthanus was killed afterwards. Cool throwback to a previous book. Yeah. Uh, We also know it's close to a waygate. Yeah, Ooh. we know it's close. To, yeah, we know it's right close to the way gate. Good point. There is a way gate in the gardens. Um, so I wonder how that went down when they're talking about where they're going to do it. And Rand goes, "Well, I know a place that's, you know, pretty vacant right now. Um, <laughs> how do you know that? Uh, well, dude's dead. Uh, <laughs> just heard it through the grapevine. I was, no, you know, whatever. I was, I wasn't there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who did it. Tom. <laughs> Tom. What? Um, but Tom killed the king. That was a dark friend, I think, that killed him. Killed Barthanus. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it was a Forsaken. I don't know. Because Barthanus yeah. was a for- dark friend. Yeah. And Tom went and killed the king. Yeah. That's what um, was right. So he's welcomed when he gets to school by some of the, I guess, teachers. You find out the school's like not really, a, I mean, people go there for learning, but really it's more like, like it's like a university right. where it's more yeah. like an institute. Um, before I came back, so I think it's really cool that Rand decided to create a school because he said, in the past turn, so much history was lost. I want to make sure it gets preserved, and I want us to find new things that can help in the next turn. So he's actually planning for for the next going of the wheel, which is really cool and thoughtful. Mm -hmm. And then, um, they mentioned how at one point the roads used to be paved, right. So I was like, ah, okay, cool. We'll throw back to modernization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this has happened before throughout history, like where we lost mm-hmm. technologies. I mean, the Romans paved everything. They invented concrete. That's and then true. during the Middle Ages, they kind of just lost that technology. And yeah. um, and, and in fact, during the toiletries, paving, all of those things. Yeah. I mean, in fact, during during a lot of the wars during the, the, the medieval times, um, if you go look at the Pantheon, um, not the Parthenon, the Pantheon, yeah, in Rome. They used to have, right. it, it used to have all the um, uh, bronze sculptures on it, but all those bronze got torn off because they forgot how to make bronze, but they knew how to melt it down and make cannonballs out of it. So they still gunpowder. 
So they're like, mm-hmm. we need bronze. We don't know how to make it. So let's just go tear this statue down and melt it down and make bullets and and um, and, and, yeah. and cannonballs. So, so towards the during the beginning of the invention of of gunpowder, uh, they didn't know how to make a lot of these more sophisticated metals that they did in ancient times. So they're like, oh, just take it and melt it down. <laughs> yeah, um, my my favorite is in the math world. You know. Some some dude in Europe or in America or like the mid nineteen hundreds goes Eureka! I just figured out this formula, and then like the Muslim world goes flips through their book, like I know this is in here somewhere. Oh yeah, that's right, about eight hundred A.D. Yeah, we we did that before. <laughs> it's it's right here. We did that. A you long don't know how to do it. It's right. <laughs> yeah, here. I mean, you see the pyramid behind us. A while ago. Like. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, no. Yeah. Yep. So, so they they go and get a tour of some of the projects they're working on. I mean, there's like a printing press, which is kind of cool. Some agricultural equipment, like plows and some construction equipment. Um, there's some people working on inventions. They're like, I don't really know what this does yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> I like the engine. It's, I'm assuming a steam engine. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My thought. Yeah, it's like barely popping and rumbling and whistling and shaking and. Where, yeah. Did they have books and stuff that they were studying and seeing these things and then trying to recreate them? Like, that's what I was a little blurry on. Like, where did the thoughts come from? Tiberian. Tiberian. Well, yeah. there is that. Well, I mean, like, let's look at, like, Leonardo um, da Vinci. Um, he, in his works, he wrote down ideas for tons of stuff that was just out of nowhere. Like, they talk about this, like, flying machines he and things like that. He was by aliens. Okay. Sent back to, <laughs> back to the world with all this knowledge. And he's like, they were like, maybe if we give it to one man, it'll all happen. Because they weren't thinking like that we could be this dumb. So they're like, we'll send him back. He'll be the leader. He'll get them all to do these things. And it ended up him just scribbling it all in a book. Like, eh, somebody will figure it out eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So. He was supposed to advance this a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, and yeah, someone's trying to build a flying machine too. So back to the whole Twitch thing. Minus the yep. aliens. Was that... <laughs> Now, was that a, a balloon that they were like a, a hot air balloon? I kind of my visuals were not were not on point today. These chapters, though, they were. Well, one like, woman had like a bird's wing, and she was studying the bird's wing and trying to figure out how that was how it curve. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was yeah. a hot air balloon in there somewhere. There might have been. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff they walked past. And Rand does not really spend that much time thinking about it. He's like, okay, cool. I want to go talk to Fell. <laughs> Because uh, uh, Fell's kind of like the, the other the crazy guy. Yeah, the other crazy guy. He's kind of the scholar. He's not really an inventor. He just likes to read a lot, and is a, and it's a little bit off his rocker, a little crazy. Um, his story. Oh, we found out where the huge crossbow came from. Yeah, from these guys. Yeah, yeah, like that Very was cool. like a oh okay, that was neat because I remember that happening, and they were like, where did that come from? Is there uh, some type of a uh, a, a sorcerer somewhere creating these things is it not yeah how is this happening so that was pretty neat and of course she's the only one to create weapons which i'm like so they could so speaking of that how far do you think we're going to advance over these books like as far as technology goes to be right oh that's a good question need is the key bro i'm gonna tell you like they're this. going they're preparing for the war of all wars ian said it best you know, a year ago, year and a half ago, that there was a gun involved. Bang. Done. Okay. Maybe. I don't think we'll go that far in advancement, but okay. I do think that we'll see hot air balloons for sure. Okay. I do think we'll see some form of 
of quicker pace travel for the armies at some point. Okay. Um, well, you got the one guy that's like messing with cow dung and getting a blue flame and not really sure what he's doing. Like, yeah. how long do you have to fiddle with different things until you find a combination that goes pop and boom? Well, the Illuminators are into that. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, they keep they keep their secrets to themselves, right? But like, I mean, mm-hmm. good point. Combining even what they do with this uh, attempt to advance weaponry and modes of transportation, everything like that. Um, if you're properly funded and motivated, it could happen quick. Yeah. What are the Illuminators really doing though? Let's talk about that conspiracy theory. I think they got some extra special stuff hidden in those houses. They're guardian secrets. Uh huh. Yeah, they're like those old Irish monks that like save all sorts of literature and everything because they're just it's it's the copying Illuminati. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So um, yeah, so he makes his way up to uh, to fell. Uh, and the and the maidens wait outside, um, and they're acting. The maidens are acting a little strange. Like he says, wait outside, and they're fine, like kind of okay with it. And I want to see, like, ask you, why do you think the maidens are acting so strange? Like he, he like points each- it out. They like each other. Okay, that could be. Why else would they be acting strange? Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe because because Rand is sentenced one of their. Own to hang. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm like, I'm sure. I don't know. Everybody seems so cool about the hanging. Yeah, yeah like, I'll yeah. show up. Especially cool. the guy being hung. Be like, oh, all right, yeah. when Let's and where? All right, I'll see you there. Yeah. I don't think they care too much. <sighs> yeah. So Rand comes in. The first thing he asks about is the water bond, the waters and bonds, and Fell's just half mind, half there. Like, what? What? Like, I don't know much about it. I said I know about that crap. <laughs> um, yeah, Wait, uh, set me up here. Who is? I mean, I know in this chapter the conversation with Fell, but who is Fell? Are we supposed to already know him? No. Really well? So if we met him. We don't supposed to know him well. This is kind okay. of. I think this is the first time we really get to know him. I think he showed up with um, the guy with the telescope. Um, okay. That guy. Wow. Did that happen? That happened this chapter yeah. too. With the, uh, he gave him money for. Well, no, they got the telescope is here because Rand actually told him to build a bigger one, right? And he gave him a hundred crowns for coming up with the idea. Which, of course, everybody right. heard that and was like, "I got to make my stuff work." So he likes my right. next. Like yeah. he knew what he was doing. Great job on Rand. We got. We'll stop and give him his props on that because that was important. I feel like we will start to see the the innovations we need to see because yeah. mm-hmm. the proper motivator money. Yeah, I don't know when Fell first showed up. This might be the first time. I don't know that I've heard of him before. Okay. There's been no other crazy person talking to Rand except for the one in his head. <laughs> Let's see. When does now Rand has one what? internal and external. Sorry, and I do see your line. He's about to go in, and Rand's like, you could wait out here. And then he was surprised when Jelani and Diedrich agreed right away. Is that is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I saw the name. Okay, that was male. First, first, appe- first appearance is in this chapter, so no, we have not met Phil yet. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. I yeah, just I thought- as we were talking, I was like, "Shit, am I supposed to know this guy already?" No, I don't know. we're not. 
I thought Diedrich was a male and not a female. I don't know why. Yeah. Okay. So they're maidens. They agree right away. That throws Rand off. So, no, I don't think it's a romantic thing that they're all into this dude. <laughs> um, no. I think he's just that weird and, and, and eccentric, whatever that word is. And No, I think they're into each other. Oh. Like, they're like, <laughs> yeah, they're going to go yeah, run off yeah. and uh-huh. hanky paint. He's like, enjoy it. We're going to play with scissors. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Um, so, and then he asks about the bonds, and Phil kind of says, I don't think he'd be broken. It's his response. He's like, I don't really know, though, much about that. Um, broken? Oh, no, I don't think so. Unless you mean when the water or the IL dies, that breaks it, I think. I remember yeah. hearing something <laughs> about the bond being broken that way. Can't remember. I mean, that is an answer. Rand could just kill her. Like, why not? At this point, I still feel Rand would be justified in going, okay, if that's the only way to do this, and then going to kill her. I think it would be totally hmm. justified. And it wouldn't even be hard. He could just, I, I think he you could know, easily do it. Choke her with his mind. Yeah. Dark Vader. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he can make it quick and painless. He can. Slip some poison into a cup, or he could just get one of the IEL to mask up and. Or, or he can just try to find a way to use her because he needs her when he can. Keep her alive. How cool would it be if Rand finds a way to reverse it? Ma- right. Maintain that same connection, but now he's uh, he's able to influence her, maybe control her a little bit. And it's more like she's. Well, I guess it's not necessarily. Well, he's missing the advantage of the bond, though. Like he he heals quicker now. He should be stronger. He should be faster. He should, you know, be more able. Uh, so I didn't want to give away this plot because it doesn't happen to the last book. But there is a scene like where it's like right for the last battle, and Rand comes up to a lot, and they're staring face to face, and he he reaches up his sleeve, and he pulls out a card. He flips it around. It's an Uno reverse card. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> you see it coming. And it's like, crap. All right. <laughs> it's a little hack. Uh, <laughs> Got him. Uno only knew. <sighs> All right. Alan, so. save the jokes for me and Chris. Okay. <laughs> Love you, buddy. <laughs> I'm kidding. That, that he was so funny. serious with it, though. I was actually like, what? Oh, you get spoiler? spoiler? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. So then Rand asks about Tarmagaiden. Um, and Fel thinks... Like, I don't uh, think it's the last battle. He's like, what do you mean? He goes, yeah. well, the wheel keeps returning. It comes back again. It's going to happen over and over again. I call it the last. Yeah. Yeah. So last. I actually had this thought earlier on. I forgot. Somebody made the com- a comment that triggered in my mind that Tarmagaiden would not be the final battle. But it would be one of the last battles. But maybe it's like the last battle of a certain era, and it doesn't really finish everything, but it sets the stage for what comes next, which is, you know what? I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. I've only had two Trulies, and that sounded ridiculous. No, but I agree (laughs) with you. That's kind of where my mind goes, too. But I don't know how to finish the sentence. Like, And then, blah. Well, eventually it has to be healed so it can be drilled into again. And release the dark one again for the cycle to keep on repeating. I mean, if right, but I think I think I'm voting I think on this time. They're gonna break all the seals, let the dark one loose, 
and finding yeah. out he's not such a bad guy. No, look, Phil does not think that's a good idea. I mean, Rand does ask about that. It's like, do you think we should break the seals? And Luz is going, break him, break him, break him all. <laughs> what if they break it and like Robin Williams comes out and then everybody goes, oh, oh. shit. <laughs> you got, who put him in there? This is fantastic. <laughs> Come on. This is fantastic. Why? I'm so sorry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if you knew you were there, I'd have gone with you or let you out. I don't know. That, that's canon now. Robin Williams <clears throat> yeah. is the dark one. Yeah. Oh. 10,000 years. Uh, okay, guys, we'll uh, the neck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fun yeah. I can't believe I'm losing to Rand. Oh, uh, <laughs> you do that very well. <laughs> I might have seen that movie 10,000 times <laughs> yeah. before kids. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was my own personal uh, choice. We've watched it in the last week. Uh, yeah. kids. Um, so, um, yeah, Just uh, which now they, yourself, which now they put a, uh, a, a, a disclaimer in the front when you watch. Oh, it. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> could be that, that the could stereotypical, yeah, it could be offensive for stereotypical, uh, uh, projects. Yeah. <laughs> Chris. Chris. <laughs> 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 We don't get political on the podcast. Oh, this is uh, yeah. sure. I mean, a lot of problems were solved with that little disclaimer. Yeah, yeah it, true. Um, so yeah, Lou says break the seals, and then we switch point of view. So, anything from all this before we switch to to Eggy? Why is Rand putting so much into what this guy's saying? I, I guess Rand I just like talking like. But it's really why does he, his, think his, he knows anything. Buddy. Like, why would he know anything about the bond? Because there's moments because he reads a lot. Comes out. You ever had like the really kooky professor in college that like is really really smart? Hey, but, like, Ian, really out there he's the Alan. He's the Alan. He's <laughs> the Alan guy that knows a little bit of random shit about <laughs> about everything. everything. He's the Alan. I have a question about shoelaces, and he is the only one that I think might know something about shoelaces, about shoelaces. like the origin. Like, did they what have the shoelaces? shoelaces? Like, did Alice? cavemen have shoelaces? Like, what? <laughs> well, you know the there's a couple of tendons on the deer that make perfect shoelaces, and they they found this out completely by accident. It's quite funny. They're sitting around the fire do, one day. <laughs> do you know what the little plastic tips on the end of the shoelaces are called? No, it's little plastic tips. There's names. Yeah, they're called aglets. <laughs> you, you asked for it, all right? Chris, you are ready to get Chris, Ian, on fire tonight. Ian, <laughs> why do you talk to Alan? Chris, you're about a thousand. Everything that's coming out of your mouth is fire. Straight fire. Answer your own question. <laughs> oh, boy. You know what? That deserves a giggity. Aglets. <laughs> oh, uh, there you go. I don't even know what that means. Uh, what they called? I don't. I've never even heard the word before. Yeah, go Google I was, it. I was thinking uh, like A T L E T nipple. I don't know. Oh, aglet. Okay. <laughs> yes. <very stuck>. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um. Anything else before just to record? I'm oh replaying. I'm replaying. I'm replaying that Gawain, whole scene no. in my head as Alan being fell, and it makes so much sense. Like, what? What do you know about bonding? Eh, not too much. Well, do you think this could happen? 
Uh, you could give it a try. I just, but I don't uh, think it'll work. <laughs> I'm only two shots in. Yeah, right. <laughs> Catch him drunk. And he's like, storm, yeah. yeah, give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> Please let me drink two more Trulies and I'll let you know. Uh, or hand you a drink. Oh, you want to break a bond? Well, here, drink this. <laughs> oh, man, that's strong. Is, is that going to help? No, that's just whiskey. I, I just wanted someone to drink with. I don't know anything about bonds. <laughs> Except for the ones in the bedroom. <laughs> what I know about bonds is you better have a safe word. <laughs> or object. Thanks, Alan, I guess. <laughs> and that is why when Rand said, hey, you two wait out here, uh, those maidens were like, uh, yeah, we're not sure. going in there. That's fine. Sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we don't care. Sure. Okay. <laughs> So think about Aiel. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna wait outside. Uh, so switch to Egwene. Um, so Egwene's looking for Rand. Uh, that's where we start. She's making her way to the Sun Palace, um, and she tried talking to Avienda and got completely blown off because Avienda was on a mission. So what do you think Avienda is going to talk about? What do you think the wise ones are talking about? Her pregnancy. I'm saying you'd be at doing Ian's, that prenatal Ian. checkup. Yep. Give you Ian's answer right now. Her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And at this I point, I don't doubt it anymore. For the baby. Like, have a name. When's the baby shower? This is the, what is it? What week is it? 20, whatever. You like, see if it's a boy or girl. Uh, that's why she avoids Rand now. Like, she popped in with him and ran right away. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of Renita? You know, it's like Rand, but with Ita on it. Renita. <laughs> Ravienda. Robin. <laughs> it's a little like Robin. Yeah, it's really close. A little close. Anyways. Work. So Eggie's Eggie's making her way through uh through Kyrian looking looking for Rad. She bumps into Sori Soriella. Sor- Soriella. Yep. That's how I pronounced um, it. With her yeah. green eyed gaze. Mm-hmm. That could knock a bull off its feet. Yeah. My and, not a and, woman. Yeah, it and and, uh, you know, she asked her where Rand is. And she's like, she's at school, but don't go there. Here, follow me. I'll, I'll, I'll take you. Uh, <laughs> and then immediately starts going into, like, you should marry someone. Hey, look at that boy over there. You should go marry him. He, he looks like a nice boy. How about that boy over there? Like, she's just, like, trying to play matchmaker the entire way through town. Um, which well, Egwene's- for a reason, you know, her thoughts, Egwene's thoughts kind of floated off to Gawain. And, and then her mm-hmm. cheeks turned red. And she's yep. like. Girl, he, girl, who, 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 who you've been looking at? Yeah, when a young woman's cheeks redden for no apparent reason, there's usually a man involved. So who you got yeah. your eyes on? Isn't it annoying when, like, there's a semi-annoying person that's just rambling, they keep rambling, and then they look at you, and they keep rambling, and then you realize, like, damn it, they are calling me out 100% accurately right now. Dang it. Am I that transparent? <laughs> <laughs> is that strapping true blood I saw the other day hanging around? I mean, <laughs> oh, and you're pregnant already, Egwene? How'd that happen? <laughs> if that actually happens, from the dreams. I'll give you the steak dinner. That, yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Imagine when she meets Godwin, it's like, hello, uh, meet Timmy. He's yours. <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? Billie Jean is not my name. 
Yep. So takes her to Rand's apartment uh, and says to the wait there. And as she's waiting, she hears someone comes in and kind of startles her. And really, it's just a guy, Sean. Guy Shane. Uh, but it's Avi's sister, which we never knew. Avi I was about to say, I don't think we knew Avi and had a sister. So this like a true sister. Like a sister wife. Yeah. Sister. Looked like Avi had a, just a little younger. Yeah. Oh. Um, How old? Uh, what's her what's her number? Yeah. <laughs> she, she was startled to find out Avi and it was there. She's like, oh my god, she's here. Shit. Let me get out of here. Let me get oh. hi bud. Yeah. Oh. We support family time here. Yeah. Take a pause. Kiddos had to go to bed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had to get his hug in. That's important. Um, yeah, so you know, asks about what Afian is up to, and and I guess what's her name, uh, Niela, um, Niela, Niela. She says nothing. Won't, won't answer. No, no, no. We got to Niela. Do you have any idea why Avienda would need to closet herself with Amis and Bear and Milan? How do you pronounce it? And she kind of has a look to her face when it's said, and she's like, uh. No, no, of course not. It's like those three with her in a room. Yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah, that's that. Ian, that's I, I'm like, I'm that. That's the, the answer yeah. to all of this. Which good for Rand first go around. Strong swimmers. <laughs> yeah, like, you're, talk, you're talking about Gawain or Avienda. Avienda, sorry, Avienda. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. So, so you pregnant women. I'm getting confused now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who's, hey, who's doing what in your dreams, Alan? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> I do not want to know. <laughs> like, I'm kind of curious, but I know I don't want to know. <laughs> what happens there stays there, right? It's like Vegas. I feel you that. It's like sometimes I'll wake up and like recently I've been remembering more of my dreams and I wake up and you know, you get the hey, babe, how'd you sleep? And I'm like, it's a weird dream last night. And then, of course, it's, oh, what was it about? And I know what it was about. But I go, uh, ah, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so weird how that happens. Yeah. Uh, Chanel has the weirdest <laughs> dreams, and she acts them out in her sleep. Uh, that's it's funny. Bleeding over. I never used to dream, but every now and then I have a dream. And it'll be so real. I'll wake up like feeling like I was actually in that space. It's so freaky. Yeah. I have made mid- lucid, lucid dreaming. Yeah. Um, a lot of fun in those dreams. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, obviously, she doesn't really say much. Uh, she's Guy Sean, and, and uh, Eggie does ask, Are you going to wear that forever? And she's like, No. Like, why would I do that? Like, some of the, some of the IEL are doing this, like, where they're taking on Guy Sean. Yeah. It's like, No, no just, just until it's so done. My husband, my husband wouldn't be very happy about that. <laughs> Which is funny. She's younger, but she has a husband and all that stuff. But of course, we know Avienda took the spear and right. she did not. So, right. Yeah. And then Egwene waits for Rand and finally Rand shows up, uh, comes into his apartment. Immediately, Egwene, did like. I read, I'm sorry. Did I read it right? Was she also a wise one? Who? Avi's sister? Yeah. N- Niela? Yeah. Niela? Was she. Was she Training to be a wise Oh, I don't know. Maybe I read it wrong. Probably. If so, I didn't catch that. I didn't catch I, that I either. Uh, 
Probably maybe. Um, the, the, the chat will probably tell us in a second. Or I can look it up real fast. Uh, but yeah, so Rand does come in and um, and let's see. She's and not Gwen, far as... Egwene hits him up with a honeydew list right off the bat. Oh yeah, she immediately just sort of word vomit. Um, I yeah. need you to do this just, for me. Just... And Rand's like, it's good to see you too. <laughs> Hi. Yep. It's been a while. Uh, um, yeah. It, it, I'm casual. well. Thanks for asking, Egwene. And you? Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I'm guilty of doing that. I start up a conversation with, with people as if I'd never ended a conversation. If and enough I, time's passed, I won't do that. As I've gotten older, I make it a point to spend time with them and make sure like they know they've been missed, you know, and truly ask those questions like, have you been, you know, fill me in, what's what's new in your life sort of thing. I, I don't think I did it as much when I was younger, but now that's important to me. You know? I'm becoming very aware and very conscientious of doing what I do. Like somebody like my brother, I, part of it is just natural. We'll go months without seeing each other. And see each other and just start right in on a conversation like yeah, I feel we that. saw each other yesterday. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. even with Chanel, even though we live together and we see each other on a daily, I have to remember that she doesn't have the same thought process I do. So I like slide yep. right into conversation and she just gives me this blank stare and I'm like, I probably need to recap the conversation we were having last night yeah. or I need to start off some pleasantries you know she's like you always do that and i'm supposed to remember where we stopped so that we can start again i'm like yeah don't you that isn't this normal isn't this what people do yeah yeah and so after the doesn't get too upset about it he razzes her a little bit but he's not upset i mean he appreciates it because this is her treating him like rand He's not a Lord Dragon. He's not the Car Karn. He's not, you know, he who cometh with the dawn. You know, we we know he came a lot quicker. Many, Actually, many probably rocked Ivy in this world. That Taviran has probably helped out a whole lot. He came with the dawn <laughs> once really well. So just just yeah, definitely. That's the baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So, we're gonna start calling her Renita. <laughs> Why are we so, the girl? Why not? Why not? Um, okay. So, Egwene tries to, um, uh, you know, get uh, Rand to do something with the wise ones. I want to know what the wise ones are talking about. Can you? And Rand's like, I have no control of the wise ones. Like, that's not how this works at all. Like, they will not listen to me at all. Like, it doesn't matter oh, yeah. Khan, but the wise ones. Yeah, that's not how it's, it's actually worse because yeah. they they actually pay attention to me, and they want yeah. me to do things. If like, I ask them to do something, they're more more likely to do the exact opposite, just to prove to me that yeah. they don't have to do what I say. Yeah, and, and then and then, then it starts to be. I mean, this is when I think Gwen's a little crappy. It starts to use Elaine as like a bargaining chip, Elaine as a bargaining chip with Rand, trying yeah. to convince them using Elaine. Uh, you know, and, you know, and I never. Yeah, if you want, to, if you want to send a message to Elaine, you want to. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, good yeah. points. I mean, she did do Lane the favor of, or all the eyes that I the favor of not telling Rand where 
Elaine is. Well, yeah, she kept to the agreement, that agreement they had. Um, but yeah. But you're right. It is crappy that Rand has no way of communicating with her. And the one person that could is using that as a bargaining chip. But she's not. Chip. I'll be fair to her. It's truth. Like, it's not like she's holding out for any other reason than the fact that she can't communicate with them right now. Or she's not supposed mm-hmm. to. Because that's mm-hmm. the other side of it. You've stopped back in the world a million times. So you might as well expose yourself long enough to get a message across. So right. Yeah. That was crappy on her part. Yeah. Um and she storms out. Playing, she's the playing door. a dangerous game there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rand, Rand does say, you know, one of the things he's planning on doing is making a way to give Andor and Kyrie both to Elaine. So that's yeah. who he's planning to like those regions of the world need her desperately right now. Well, I, I want to know why, like, there's no word yet spread to him that her mother's still alive. Like, are they really keeping it on that great of a lockdown? The white cloaks, that is. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't realize. Dream Weaver. Okay, so she's a weaver. So then weaver, like a wise one? No, like basket weaver. Yeah. Oh, a basket weaver? Yeah. You didn't take that class in college? No. Okay. It was fun. It probably was I didn't mind further. I didn't mind underwater, but I don't know. If no. It probably okay. would have got me further than my communications degree. I did take some interesting classes in college that were just kinda of off the wall, but um yeah. like what? Fun. Um one of the most interesting ones history of film. Uh, I was a history major, so um, so we we watched old like 1930s movies, and it was mm-hmm. so it was really interesting, really strange. Um, did another uh, trying to think of some elective classes that were really weird that I took. Um, There's a Harry Potter class that I took, but I never really went to it. Oh <laughs> man! But, yeah, I had no idea. Was that, was that a history? That wasn't a history. That was a film. No, that was, was a, one of those elective classes. Yeah, that I, took I was going to take that one, but I didn't. I think my favorite was, um, you know, the rise of, you know, post-Temple rabbinic ju- Judaism and Christianity and late antiquity. That was mm. was really good. Yeah. yeah. I took Pocahontas Pirates in the Palatine Convention with Dr. Modern Hamlet. Modern Matoka. Yeah, modern Japanese history was interesting. That was an interesting class. Modern yeah. history. Um, modern Large Japanese shrimp. history. <laughs> Military <laughs> intelligence. Which took it from uh, Takanawa's. So it wasn't like when it says modern, it's still like boxing rebellion. Uh, it's Chinese, but like around that time, like late. Uh, right? The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Ian, you asked, oh, the you asked the question earlier. Why Where the heck are we? Rand hang out with. <laughs> oh, there sorry. you go. Sorry, I love you. This is what happens yeah, when we yeah, don't have much bourbon in our life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those earlier shows I'm, back in 2020. I'm out of bourbon There's right a lot now. of 151 and I need some bourbon. I need some bourbon. I'm out. Hey, um, uh, as this conversation is going on and Rand notices that uh, his his spider senses are going off, he's tingling, 
And he's like, what, you think I'm some monster? I'm just going to channel this information out of you? Like, so everything you said where there might have been like that little back and forth, maybe it puts him at ease. Like, oh, she's talking to me like I'm old Rand. And then he notices she's in full defense mode with just me being in here. So well, like, yeah. she Rand has done a job of Katie. explaining herself, though. She did it because she realized she was being swept up in the Taviranness. So now we yeah. know that there's a way to combat that. So Taviran is not just, it's a measurable thing that can be tempered with the power. Potentially, you got it, it, more willpower no, it than was. channeling power, but it's going to take a lot. But it, it was channeling power that did it. She noticed that it was happening and she channeled right away. Notice and what was then happening. She noticed that she was being manipulated by and wanted to tell Rand everything that she knew mm-hmm. because of what the Taviranness was doing. Oh, so she em- oh. I- em- em- enveloped herself. What's the word? You know what I'm talking about. Built up Her- a hedge of protection. Yes. Mm-hmm. With the power. And then that feeling went away. Yeah. And that so when Rand so realized he was just caving because she was considering caving because he was making a very good point. Like no, the she, fate of these kingdoms really could, you know, depend on her getting there. And I mean, yeah, but it wasn't because of that. It was because she's being drawn in by the power. He was charming her a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. Well, by the I like I like what you said though, being drawn in by the Taviranness. His Taviranus influence, because I don't think he was necessarily trying to compel her in any kind of way. No, with the power. But the com- the compulsion just rolls off of him through the Taviran. People kind of want to go with his flow because yeah. of the Taviranus. Ooh, and she resisted it yeah. by guarding herself, shielding herself with. Oh. There you go. And he took that the wrong way, and instead of explaining herself, she just let him get pissy about it. Damn, Chris. But I think part You're of that killing is- it tonight. Part of that is her tool to keep that a secret from him. Like she doesn't want him to realize that she can stop him from controlling her, manipulating her in that way. Oh, so you think she's intentionally. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was an intentional move on her part. All right. Okay. I like it. I had not considered that, but that is nice. Yeah. No hmm. means no. that's me shielding up (laughs) channel power Uh, she's been doing those adductors and abductors (laughs) oh man if y'all can't tell Chanel's not home tonight I know Yeah, uh, and this is where Rand finally, I guess, Strahler breaks the camel's back because Rand refuses to do anything to to help out. And it's just kind of like, yep. And Eggie gets mad as well because of all this and storms out. As concerned as he was, that concern disappeared instantaneously. He's like, ah, you're fine. Shit. Get out of my face. At one point, I wanted to be with you. Can't believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. So he's got to be smart in his position to not try and solve all the world's problems. And he, and even when it comes to his personal relationships, he can't use this power to try and solve everybody else's 
problems. He's got to stay focused on the mission. So I like that. I don't know how many times a day between my kids and Meredith's kids, they're all playing and you'll hear they'll argue sometimes. And as a parent, you can't just jump in and try and solve all the problems or like, Oh, it sounds like so-and-so is not being fair. You don't just immediately jump in. You got to sit back and let see how they work it out. Well, sometimes they'll run up to me and, or, or Meredith and be like, the mommy and so-and-so did blah, 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 blah. And I, this is what I love about her. We give some of the responses of, okay, and how did you handle that? Well, I, I didn't. I just came here. I was like, well, maybe you should go and try and handle that on your own. This kind of sounds like a you and him problem. I don't I don't see where this is a me problem right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Chanel's parents yeah. did that with them. They came out pretty successful young women, so. You learn to talk it through. Yeah. But. If you want to keep somebody powerful on your side, you tend to you scratch my back, I scratch yours, and we know he knows that Blaine's got some some power that he's going to need. So, yeah, right now she's just not a piece that is important to him in the moment. So he's kind of getting away with not doing what he needs to do. True, yeah, but true. eventually he's got to handle business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And after this, when. Egwene leaves. Rand starts to reflect. And is like, man, Egwene's changed. Um, she's Aes Sedai at this point. That's what he thinks. She's like, I, from now on, I'm just gonna think of her as Aes Sedai. She's not the same girl I knew back at the Two Rivers. It's. Uh, He's like, but at least she lets me be myself. And loses yeah. in the background. <laughs> There's another beautiful one. Yep. <laughs> So what do you think about this new tack that Rand's taking, like just viewing her as I said, I, and not really trusting her anymore per se, you know, just go to write her off as meh. It's a little lazy. I mean, stereotyping in general. um, First of all, I'm not one to say like all stereotypes are negative. You should never stereotype. I mean, geez, we do it all the time and you almost have to, otherwise you have to relearn everybody and everything from the ground up with every new interaction right? Uh, they're built-in defense mechanisms. So like we can recognize potential threats as they're coming, yada, yada, yada. But the truth is every individual person, I mean, it's not that simple to just lump them in a box. So maybe initially we do, but over time, like you've, you've got to take the time to get to know that person, that individual, or that relationship you have with them because everybody's a little different, right? So you can't get lazy and lump them in a box and leave them there. So to just say Egwene is Aes Sedai, uh, initially that might be a safe step one of him like resetting himself, saying, all right, I'm not going to look at Egwene as this girl I used to love and possibly might marry one day and blah, blah, blah. I have to start considering that she's coming from a different, she's going down a different path in life right now, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't just leave her in that box of Aes Sedai because we know she clearly isn't she's very different than all the other eyes that either out there um and it's not fair to her that no matter how much she develops as a person through the rest of these books for him to just go hey you're one of them you know tarvalon witches <laughs> you know it's not that simple right so not a horrible first step but if he keeps her in that box for too long he's doing himself a huge disservice because yeah. he's not truly getting to know her and from a selfish point of view how he could potentially use her uh, yeah. Right. Agreed. And and we switched to the before we switched anything from all this interaction before we switched this last little like two lines. 
They got people sneaking around watching Rhea. He thinks he's by himself, but he's never alone. Yeah. Well, what the Sulan on the maidens is outside, and Rand leaves, and she goes out to try to find him. That's how we end the chapter. Yep. But she's like, yep. we want him to feel like uh, there is a lot of emphasis put on a son returning, though. So I want to know what the rest of the prophecies are. You know what I mean? I feel like there's more to the IO prophecies that we still don't know. Okay. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah. Final thoughts. I'm kind of rereading that last paragraph to see if I could dig anything out of it. Yeah. It's interesting you put it in just because it's like, nah, like, why? (laughs) Again, it makes me think there's more to the prophecy. Okay. That we don't know. Yeah. Because it's watching, not protecting. I need to come up with a better way to watch him. What did, what exactly you say? I don't know. Keeping watch over him this way was not going to work. So I guess keeping watch, watching over somebody could be protecting, but watching is not protecting. Watching is not guarding. No. Watching is watching. It's more like spying, you know? Sure. Agreed. So, yeah, good point, Chris. Like, what else are they waiting for to see? Are they watching because if he does something, they're going to react in a very negative way? Or are they watching, hopefully, that maybe he does more in line with their prophecy? We saw how excited they got when they found out there was fighting in an area of the world where there was never fighting. That could have been another bit of prophecy to kind of, you know, add that extra stamp. Okay, Rand is what he says he is. We just don't know enough about that prophecy. Yeah. I thought that the whole time, communication. Yeah. That'll solve everything. (laughs) Always does. (laughs) I mean, when you think about it, if the full breakdown was given to Rand from the get-go in the Two Rivers by Moraine, couldn't Rand just respond with, well, if I am so Tavirant and this shit is just going to happen, do I really need to travel all over the known world for this to happen? Couldn't I just stay here and everything I need just kind of come to me and it'll all work out anyways? Can't I just make Two Rivers base camp? That would be my thought. Let the fight come to me? You know, why don't you bring me back up? Why do I got to go get them? Tell them to come here. Let me tavir them in. That's a new adjective. Yeah. Anyway, we teased out a lot from from these chapters, but we we did. So anything else? Time. Anything else from all this before we go to favorite characters? Do you really want any more of what I've been giving no. you tonight? Okay, yeah. I... No, not really. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were done. I've had enough. I've had enough. All right, favorite character. Fa- favorite character. Ian, who's your favorite character? Who's, um, what's her name? I keep wanting to say Bashir, the other B, the female that's kind of semi-in charge. Fairlane. Fairlane, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how I forget her. Fairlane. Uh, there's still a lot about her that annoys the bejesus out of me, but... And even though she dropped the ball, I'm not immediately murdering that guy. 
I mean, not murdering, uh, uh, instituting justice, whatever you want to call that. I think she's doing a, you know, decent job. Her, her little back and forth with Rourke was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. It's sure. a weak pick. Dang it, Alan. <laughs> I know I'm not at my best tonight. Chris, what do you got? Save us, please. Save me. Help me. Oh, favorite character. Um, Was it what, Mangan? How do you pronounce this name? Magan. Magan. Okay. He's just a G. Your boy is going to the gallows without issue. Mm -hmm. He'll be my oh, favorite yeah. character just because he's like, I did it. I did it because he deserved it. Because he's yeah. sitting there repping a set that's not his set. He deserved he it. He did the crip walk, and then, you know, I tried to give him the secret handshake, and he didn't know it. So mm -hmm. I killed him. <laughs> and I know you said if I kill him, I got to die. So see you at the gallows. I can do math. It adds up. But uh, meet, you, meet you there tomorrow. Not, not bad picks. Yeah, not yeah. bad. So um, next Dang, time. say good picks. <laughs> I said not bad. Not bad. I take anyone I can get. <laughs> Doubles down on it. Not bad. You think I'm gonna change? You gonna sway me with that? <laughs> I tried it to vary you, but I guess it didn't work. I'm not gonna. Happen. Uh, so, next time we'll be doing three chapters, so hopefully get more content out of them. Um, three, three, one, two, three. Um, and those chapters are um, matters of tell. That's the Gallo walk. Mm -hmm. From the studying. Are we going to get a loyal chapter? Finally, I asked about him. We need him too. Yeah. If it's just a beer without get, loyal, that's a horrible teaser. Maybe we get a parent chapter with it. Maybe he comes mm. from the studying with loyal. Ooh. And this one's this one's going to really uh, get you guys going. To Shatter Logoth. What's Shatter's that? Wa Shatter's waiting. Sh Shatter Logoth, where the. Interesting. We're um, from either the world. I know, I know, I know. No, the, the question is, is who goes back? Padden Fane or Matt? Because we always said Matt was going to end up as something more than what he is based on the power that he interacted with to shout our logo off. And now we know Matt's on the secret mission, but maybe he has to go collect a special power first. Oh, yeah. Remember, there's still that blip of time and tear where Rand did all this reading and gaining knowledge that the Aes Sedai didn't know, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe he found something about Shadow Logoth where, like, instead of just being afraid of taking a trinket out, there's a way to go in there and control that power. And he shared it with Matt. Mm. Matt's like, gotcha, boo. He's going there. How else would, would he help defeat uh, Forsaken? Yeah. I mean, that'd be funny if one of the Forsaken's like, yeah, I'm about to fight Rand. And he goes out to the battlefield, and it's like <clears throat> this long dead army of Mashadar, like the yeah. fog smoke yeah. coming into right, kind of like Lord of the Rings. Like, what are all the Jesus? Yeah. I don't remember what they were called, but you know, from out of the mountain and whatever, and come through <laughs> to honor their oath. <clears throat> that was kind of like Here's the Horn, though. I mean, that's yeah. kind of yeah. Dana yes, asked, Do we want Dagger Matt back? Well, yeah. Dagger Matt was at least not so flighty. <laughs> maybe a variation of it where he can kind of control it and he doesn't go full nuts yeah, yeah. because so, there was power in that just evil power 
Mm-hmm. There's a way to harness it. Then maybe, it's that'd awesome. be, maybe that'd be But fun. if Pat and Fane's going back, then we got real issues. Do we? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to take on like, complete himself. It's kind of like watching a testing of a, a, a nuclear bomb. Everybody going, oh my gosh, it's absolutely horrible. And it is. But then there's one guy in the room that goes, what if I could take that, put it in a container, control it, and power the entire world, right? Mm-hmm. It is this potentially just chaotic, destructive force. But if you could find a way to harness it, we might be onto something. Mm-hmm. I have become the destroyer of worlds. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the guy who said it. Matt's going to drive me crazy. Um, Matt. <laughs> Matt. Um, yeah. So that's next week. So how you can be found is at the Will Reads and everywhere. Just any social media platform. Actually, we're on Snapchat. Should we go Snapchat? We're not no. getting on that. We're not, we're not getting on that. that. I don't want to do it. I, don't, I think it's going to be dead in like five years anyway. Um, no, because anyway. then some somebody goes and does a dick pic that's famous and then all of a sudden it comes back it comes back and my first back. thought is dean's just gonna send us dick pics and yeah good point <laughs> Let's not good point good point yeah so okay we're not gonna do that um so just we're, we're everywhere except snapchat i can't say snap. <laughs> some chat snapping <laughs> <laughs> What are them young whippersnappers doing, these, doing days? these days? <laughs> Snapper chapper. We ain't doing it. <laughs> the willreads.com is our website. You can go there and get links to all this crap. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and definitely go there because there's lots and lots of uh, good links there. Lots of things you can do. You can review us. You can you can uh, uh, go to a place. You can buy merch. Oh, we've got a merchandise. We got lots of merchandise. You can go support us on Patreon. So, um, yeah, um, so yeah, go visit our website and, um, we'll keep on, uh, keeping on. So that's all I got this week, guys. <laughs> Until next time. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of God. K okay, Bye. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to the wheel reads. See y'all next time. <laughs>